All right. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Real Podcast. My name is Jeremy. And my name is Ken. And Ken, we are back. It's season 7 premiere here on the Weekly Real Podcast. Dude, how long has it been since we've actually recorded something? I want to say it's been six months, uh, maybe even more, a little bit more than uh, six months, because our last episode was Oppenheimer. Yeah, so from one Oscar-nominated movie to whatever we're talking about today, which we're actually going to be talking about Madam Web in just a little bit. But Ken, since it's been a while, I wanted us to warm up here on the podcast. We watch a lot of movies together and on our own. So I want to ask you, what was the best thing that you watched during our hiatus? All right. With all apologies to the Marvels. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, shoot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> out uh, I'm just kidding. I-, I was just glad that I finally got a chance to watch it. Um, I never got a chance to watch it in theaters. But to answer your question, the best thing I watched in uh, during our hiatus was The Bear. I was a little bit late to the uh, to the I guess to the show a little bit. But once I got in, I felt like I. I caught up right away. It it it's it's such a good show. It's right up my alley. One of my favorite movies, and I think I mentioned it on our latest trailer, was Chef, mm. and it gave me Chef vibes, but in a more intense way. And it still had its lighter moments as well. I'm trying to give, I guess, a uh, my elevator pitch. Uh, but it's streaming now on Hulu. Uh, through well, it's FX, but through Hulu. And uh, yeah, I have an honorable mention, but I'll let you go first. Okay. All right. My, okay, I don't want to steal their honorable mention either, but I'm going to say yours is a really good pick. I really, I've seen all the trailers, all the previews, but I haven't dived deep into it yet because um, I'm sure I'm going to want to binge it. But my pick is The Killer, which Ooh. was a Netflix movie by David Fincher starring Michael Fassbender. Super kind of a slow burn movie. But I love like the dark kind of seedy nature of it. I don't know. I'm just going that that movie where Michael Fassbender just goes around killing people in kind of weird ways, I guess. You know, actually, um, I, I do I do follow some uh, people on TikTok and, and Instagram. Yeah, a lot of people were talking about the killer. I've been meaning to watch that, so. I'm glad that it's the best thing you've seen because that that's just the recommendation that I needed. And so, yeah. Yeah, but you know me. I love like the dark stuff. And yeah. sometimes I don't mind slow movies. And, well, we're also going to talk about a slow movie <laughs> today, but <clears throat> not so much in a good slow burn way. Yeah. Uh, by the way, that uh, that honorable mention was actually your recommendation. When I finally got a chance to watch Reacher, Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I should have just jumped on uh, Reacher, the show uh, from season one when you kept talking about it on this podcast. So I'm glad I finally watched it. It was really, really good, especially season one. Season one was top notch. Yeah, man. Season one. I liked season two. Some people did not like season two. Still like not as good as season one, though. Mm-hmm. But Agreed. season three looks like they're pointing in the right direction again. <laughs> I mean, I've, I just want more Reacher. Yeah, but honorable mention from me, Iron Claw that we saw together. Oh yes, that was probably the best movie I saw uh, during the hiatus. 
And I'm glad we saw it actually uh, before it went away. Because we were kind of late too, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah, we were about a month late to watching that movie. But <laughs> hey, but better late good. than never. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Dude, all right. No more dilly dallying. We're going to talk about Madam Web. And Madam Web is about Cassandra Web. Oh, a little on the nose there. And she begins to see visions and premonitions of the future. Through these visions, she tries to protect three women from a predator with spider abilities. Okay, Ken. We saw this movie together last week. <laughs> well, I saw most of it. I saw most of it. <laughs> Between long, your long blinks? I had long <laughs> blinks. <laughs> Oh, okay. So, I mean, you did end up watching it a second time, to yeah. my surprise. <laughs> uh, it, the things I do for this podcast. <laughs> the things I do. Things you do, but I guess it's the perfect time because it's first impressions time, Ken. Where we give just off the cuff, just when we watch the movie... I remember when we were walking out, <laughs> we had this, uh, it's like, what do I say about this movie? What was your first impressions for it? Um, my initial thought was, why is Sony still making live action movies? <laughs> because, I mean, if you're talking about non-Spider-Man movies, uh, the last four, especially in this Sony-verse that they've, they're trying to create... Um, They've got Venom, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. It's Morbin time. Yes, uh, Morbius and now Madam Web. All of them are either very average at best to straight up garbage like this movie. And yeah, I I even try to temper my expectations, too, because you got to remember, Madam Web is actually on the heels of quite possibly... One of the best movies of 2023, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. So yep. I was pretty hyped when I initially saw the trailer. But when I saw the bad reviews coming in, I was like, okay, let's temper them to Morbius levels. And it's still, I still overshot it. Yes, I like Morbius more. <laughs> oh, really? Webb. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I mean, it was Madam Web was pretty bad. Darn. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen Morbius. Just to put that disclaimer out there. Um, but yeah, that means mean, dang, if Morbius is a little bit better. I have a quick question later on, though. That might be in the double feature section. Hmm. Um, but that's just a little preview. Dude, I secretly had high hopes for this movie. <laughs> Not high, high hopes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not like, oh, shoot, this thing's going to be better than The Dark Knight. It's going to be freaking better than the Spider-Verse movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just was hoping for a, like a simple kind of linear story, even if it was like 90 minutes or whatever. Just, just like the Spider-Women kicking like, the Ezekiel Sims butt. That's it. That's all I wanted. And we didn't get that. <laughs> so um what we got like was pretty much nothing like I wanted. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, it was 
it was all over the map. Um, and it's evident from the jump. It was just weird stuff that was happening. And obviously, we'll get into it probably within the double feature. Uh, but a lot of weird choices were made, including, I mean, you mentioned uh, Ezekiel Sims. All of his dubbed audio that was a lot of times out of sync. It was just, it just was a weird theatrical experience. Yeah, I remember about 20 minutes into that movie realizing I'm like, is he like basically dubbed 95% of the time? <laughs> yeah, so I, every time he popped up, I was like, damn, he is really? It's like, I can't believe this movie. And just to quickly touch on something too, in the very beginning when they were on the Amazon and I was like, okay, they kept doing this kind of mockumentary style, like zoom in, zoom out. I don't know if you noticed that. I did. And I was like, that's so distracting. What is this, the office or something? <laughs> and I was like, okay, if that's a stylistic choice, maybe we'll keep doing it as the movie keeps going. No, it's just a, it's just for that one scene. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of interesting choices and – Man, we didn't even we haven't even touched on like the writing, the that the horrible acting, mm-hmm. the awful telegraphed dialogue. Oh man, we'll get into it. <laughs> yeah, I think that perfectly transitions to the double feature. And to remind our audience, one, we're here on a live stream. I wanted to call Ooh. out some people. For show Jax is in the chat. Bam said Cam. Jacqueline English is there too. But to remind everyone watching and listening uh the double feature is where me and ken come up with uh each of us comes up with a question that we don't know what we're going to ask each other and we're going to answer it here on the double feature section and ken you were mentioning of like all the different areas of how madam web is pretty much like a a dumpster fire (laughs) (laughs) yeah if you could choose one aspect of the movie to change, but everything else stays the same. <laughs> My God, what would you choose? Um, man, I would probably choose. You know what? Let's recast Dakota Johnson. <gasps> um, Dakota Johnson. <laughs> Dakota Johnson. For those who who have watched this movie. It was evident early on that she was the most unlikable main character. She was supposed to be uh, the main protagonist, the main person to kind of be that, um, you know, that mentor figure to the three high school students. Um, And then obviously she ends up becoming Madam Web uh, as as the story unfolds. A lot of like her dialogue and her attitude it it just made her so unlikable like take for example early on in the movie um she uh is i I guess her and ben parker Mm -hmm. are in the hospital after they um you know they did their thing and all of a sudden there's this little kid sweet little kid who's very thankful for um her saving her his mom right yep his mom. um and he drew her a, a picture and she's all like uh what do i do with this uh it, it's i can't fold it or whatever but it was like a piece of paper <laughs> seriously it was a piece of paper it's what is this cardboard i was like no it's actual paper and she was just 
very unlikable um, throughout the movie. Like a lot of the comments that that she would say, um, the way she would talk, it's just ugh. like I, it, it's just, uh, it's like probably the worst written character, probably arguably of all time. Ooh, dang! So just full on recast or just like rewrite the character, all of it. But yeah, I mean, it starts with someone being likable, um, and I feel like if if they would have had someone with a little bit more charisma, because she was boring AF, you know, she was very boring, and not, <laughs> and uh, I don't know, she just made me want to just walk out of the theater. But you know, for the purposes of <laughs> this podcast, I decided to come back. And come back for more. So, okay, thank yeah. you for your sacrifice. <laughs> yeah. um, just, just for the peeps and the it, 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 that are uh, checking out, uh, checking us out on live stream. Just for you. Just yeah, for you. man, dude. Like, I remember watching it. I was like, she she gave me Kristen Stewart in Twilight vibes, but not even to that extent. She was kind of like mean in a way. I was just like, uh. But at the same time, it seemed like they wrote her like that on purpose, like to be like that type of outcast type of character. But I don't know if you should write your lead character like that. And um, since I was actually going to say change the uh, the POV character, that's my that was going to be my answer. Um, because like you, kind of unlikable, kind of the story was. Not the most exciting. I would rather follow one of the one of the three spider women at mm-hmm. any like at any age where they were like either ten years later or at the present day. Well, it's supposed to be two thousand three, right? Yeah, two thousand three. I mean, as evidenced by the shameless blockbuster video. Oh yeah. Uh, the the album of uh, what do you call it? Beyonce. <laughs> What was it? What was that? Two thousand three album, "Dangerously in Love" or something like that. Something like that. Be- I forgot I know. about that. Yeah, it, it was pretty bad. Um, and then the overt. Oh, I gotta just get back home so that I can watch Idol. And I'm like, <laughs> oh god, this is such horrible, horrible dialogue right now that I'm listening to. Who talks like that? Yeah, it was very robotic when just when she was talking very robotic and uh i was gonna say pov character though um first thing i noticed in the movie though was the first 30 minutes of the movie are completely like unnecessary i know they're trying to set up like the amazon her mom ezekiel sims and all that stuff but imagine we just dive right into the movie when they're all like on the subway and we're like, what the hell is going on? Who is this guy? I think that would like have more intrigue for me as an audience member to be like, whoa, all this chaos is happening. And then they're going to explain it later on. Later on, yeah. Because yeah. the first 30 minutes are just like rough. I mean, the whole movie's rough, but <laughs> the first 30 minutes is like, oh, when are we going to get somewhere? And yeah, it was it was pretty bad. Yeah. And- I mean, 
close second for me was uh, <laughs> why was Ezekiel Sims audio dubbed the whole movie? <laughs> <laughs> it, it took me out of the movie. It I'm did. sorry. That was so bad with uh, like how it was out of sync too. Mm-hmm. I, and it was so obvious uh, because a lot of his dialogue was when they were showing that his assistant or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it was just reaction shots and he would just be talking in the background. I was like, what is going on right now? Yeah, who, and the, who greenlit this movie? The dub performance wasn't very good either. It, it did sound like he was in like a, a studio off somewhere else too. Yeah. Uh, but did you notice why why was he barefoot? Like for no reason. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he just magically changes into his spider outfit. Yeah, and then yeah. he's back to being barefoot. Like, what's the point? I don't know. I don't understand this guy. Yeah, I don't know. Did he change? Or did it like did nanotech just come out of yeah was it like nanotech was it like venom like a what do you call it? symbiote yeah i mean and why i don't know and if spider-man wasn't born yet in this movie why is he kind of dressing up like spider-man uh, good very good questions <laughs> i'm sure there are plenty of questions out there um from I guess fans like us that uh, that we know <laughs> that they want to ask Sony. It's like, uh, what is going on in this movie? And speaking of questions, for my half of the double feature, um, I'm just gonna get straight right into it. I'm not even gonna set it up. Is Madam Web the worst comic book movie you've ever seen? Oh no! And if so, why? I mean, we've kind of talked about it, but um, I guess what's the absolute worst thing about this movie? But if if something is worse than that, elaborate why this movie is a tiny bit better than whatever movie you have as the Crap. worst. <laughs> mm. <laughs> we have we've had a lot of them. Um, I haven't personally seen. The Halle Berry Catwoman. I uh, haven't there's there's Green Lantern of Ryan Reynolds fame. Uh-huh. Uh, we got Batman and Robin. We've got Thor the Dark World. Uh, we got uh, Morbius. Morbin yeah, Time. You got Fan Four Stick, which oh, I've yeah, never Fan seen. Four Stick. I haven't seen that yet either. Oh man. That is a tough question. I was about to say, oh, Daredevil with Ben Affleck, but I kind of that's kind of guilty pleasure. Electra. <laughs> Electra, I haven't seen that. Oh, I haven't seen it either. <laughs> um I don't know, X-Men Last Stand? No, I don't think so. I'm kind of working my way. I was like, the Blade movies, no. Um crap. Is it the worst I've seen? I like the Ghost Rider movies more. It has Nicolas Cage in it. Nicolas Cage is uh, he's a fan favorite now. He's underrated. Yeah. By the way, Jackie, while you're thinking, Jackie in the comments said Halle Berry Catwoman was bad. So um, I take it she sp- <laughs> she spent some time watching that movie. <laughs> and Dana Martin also concurs. She says that she fell asleep. Um, so I can't tell you why. <laughs> so... Uh, I wish we can say Catwoman because I haven't seen it yet either. But yeah. Ooh, and even Sean Tierra says easy, yes, if not the worst. Okay. <laughs> oh crap. I would also I, I agree with Sean. 
it, I think it is the worst I've seen. Because I haven't seen Fan Forstick. I haven't seen the Catwoman uh, like Jacqueline. But why? I think it's also like thinking about Batman and Robin. At least with that movie, it's so bad it's good. Like there's, it's funny in a way. It's like, oh, nice to meet you and all that stuff. But this movie, it's it doesn't make me want to rewatch it. If someone has it on TV playing it, I'm not going to stop and look at it. If someone's playing it at a party, just leave the party. <laughs> like, yeah, I. I wanted to like this movie. I tried. And remember when we were watching, I was like, damn, I should have got popcorn. <laughs> at oh, least yeah, I, right. It's like, at least I would have something else to do. Didn't help that you had an ice cream. Uh, oh, the cookie uh, cookie ice cream sandwich, right? That probably worked against you. If anything, yeah. you got the sugar rush. Yeah, it made me kind of fall asleep yeah. halfway through, but not really fall asleep. I had to stay awake, yeah. unfortunately. Oh man. Um yeah, I mean, I was trying to think of all the ones that I've seen. Um I think prior to this movie, uh I was like Morbius was up there and Batman and Robin was up there, but the two common things that Morbius along with Batman and Robin have, there's a couple of entertaining random scenes that Madam Web never bothered to establish. Madam Web's just straight garbage and straight boring and it's really bad acting and writing so there's really not one redeemable thing uh other than well i'm I'm, you know i'll mention it now i'll probably touch on it later on but the only redeeming thing about this movie was the fact that it was less than two hours (laughs) (laughs) the question is for me was it would i rather watch this or dune part one (laughs) i'm just kidding oh Oh, words i'm just kidding no i'd still watch dune yeah. I think it's that bad. And Ken knows, you know, man, how uh, I don't like Dune. This is like miles worse, though. Come yeah, on. this is my, yeah. You're just I'm trolling just, now. If you, I'm, if yeah, that part, part I was just trolling. Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. even uh, Sean says, makes Thor the Dark World look like a masterpiece. Agreed. <laughs> I agree. I would rather watch Dark World like once a week than having to watch this movie. Again. <sighs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Damn, man. Okay. Well, we're going to go into our favorite game of the podcast. We're bringing it back. It is Guess the Run Tomato Score for Season 7. I am the reigning champ oh, whoops. <laughs> of the last two seasons. The belt is behind me. I'm having trouble pointing. And uh, <laughs> not used to live streams. But Guess the Run Tomato Score, where we're going to guess... And whoever gets closer or gets the exact score gets the point. Are we still doing the three points to one or just doing one to one? Just one. One point. By the way, mm-hmm. I was surprised. Just, just just an observation. I'm surprised that you didn't put like the belt over your shoulder the entire first live stream. <laughs> <laughs> I should have. Because I mean, I would have if I was a champ. Shoot. <laughs> I'm trying to make it subtle, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm used to the audio podcast, too. Yeah, I forgot this is our first live stream. Maybe I'll do that next week. I'm so used to just having audio only. Yeah. And if you're listening only, then uh, you're, you're cool out. too. Yeah. yeah. You're missing out. Check us out mostly on Wednesday nights, 7 o'clock Pacific time. So, yeah. Schedule's in. 
Yeah. Okay, Ken. Your turn to guess. Uh, are we flipping the coin? You want to do that first for? for uh, this, we'll, we'll do. We'll do. We'll save that for uh, the the next section. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um. My guess for the Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, just just so that people know, uh, we put we put our guesses in first before we even check on it. So we we're on the honor system, and so that being said, my guess for Madam Web, um, I really w- I was thinking single digits, but I was like, ah, you know what? Some people probably will be fanboys of of Sony. I will say nineteen. Oh, okay, I am pretty close to you i guessed like once we got out of the theater i was like okay i'm gonna guess i guessed 20 percent. Ooh, <laughs> dude i think we're watching movies like i don't know together, together or something much. yeah yeah we're starting to guess similarly and we're now we're starting to say the same things all right here we go and the rotten tomato score for madam webb is 13 percent yeah we gotta get sound effects too (laughs) i know know, right revenge tour dang ken okay 13 percent. that's with um 209 reviews you get the first score of season seven it's gonna be a long season yes it will be (laughs) i'll come back don't worry Uh, he always does reigning champ yeah yeah, you've won. Well, I mean, this is season seven, obviously, but you've won four out of the six seasons. You took the first two seasons. I took seasons three and four, but you've taken the last two. But the last two have been really close. I remember last year, last season was down to the final episode, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the last episode. That was pretty insane. It was. Yeah. That, that season was too close for comfort. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, can we also have a new segment on here? But before that, Dino Banzon says hi. <laughs> Sean Tadiera said two. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I think he's looking at my notes for my own score. <laughs> uh, Jan J says, I was going to say 16%, not far off. She would have won. Oh, she would have kicked both of our butts. Yeah. <laughs> and Sean also says 13% is too kind. Yeah. Uh, sounds about right, I think. Yeah. Still, that's pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Yeah. I, I I was hoping for single digits, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Two, two sounds... I mean, look, if they're going to give fast X, <laughs> like, higher, I don't know, man. Which one would I rather watch? Fat this or Fast X? Fast X all day. That's true. It has. I, I'd rather man. watch all of them actually, <laughs> back to back to back. Damn. All right. Then spend another one hour and fifty six minutes wa- watching this again. Damn. Okay. I I feel you, man. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we reach our new segment of season seven. It is the real review. We're gonna have our basically overall thoughts. Kind of for Madam Web here. Just uh, package it up in a real nice bow here in the real review. Yes. Okay, for my real review, my first one. So pardon me if this is a little rough, but um, 
Well, Warner Brothers has been notorious, especially lately, for shelving projects uh, for good, actually. Um, the Batgirl from last year, and then most recently, the Coyote versus Acme movie. Well, I really wish Sony did the same for Madam Web uh, because... There was just so many bad things. I mean, we went through uh, a laundry list of uh, bad things. Um, the weird dubbing was probably the weirdest choice. Um, mm-hmm. It just seemed like there was like a lot of re-editing and reshooting, and obviously re-dubbing uh, the audio. But the, the bad writing, um, I was like, who talks like this? as well as the unlikable main character in D- Dakota Johnson just makes this uh, the worst one hour and 56 minutes. Actually, for me, it's, what, three hours and 52 minutes of, uh, of my life. And so I, I really wish Sony would reimburse me for the three hours and 52 minutes. And so highest recommendation to avoid, unless you really want to hate watch this movie, uh, my I Love You 3000 score is a 90 out of 3000, which translates to 3%. <laughs> Dang. Sean, you would have won that. <laughs> yeah, Sean, that's why I was like, well, were you, were you uh, reading off of my uh, my review? So, yeah, whopping 3%. That is insane. My lowest score to date, um, and it happens to be on our first live stream. Yes. Oh, dang. Okay. Uh, for me, Madam Web is not your, not worth your time at all. If you're looking for so bad it's good, this is definitely not it. Go watch Batman Robin. Uh, the dialogue is horrible. It never really picks up at any point during the movie. Uh, it doesn't even deliver on being the bare minimum of like a superhero movie. It's like they wanted to make a different movie, but had to put like a superhero like spin to it or a label on it. But everything about it was like non-superhero-esque. If you wanted Spider-Women just working together, kicking butt, you don't get that either. You want a cool villain with a cool suit, cool powers, don't get that either. So it's, and it's a total like waste of a, I think, pretty decent cast. I think I don't hate... Dakota Johnson (laughs) as much as Ken was putting on his uh, review, but I'm giving it a, I think also my lowest score of 330 out of 3000. Is that 11? Yes, (laughs) it is 11. (laughs) So 11% from me. It's too high, bro. (laughs) I know, man. I look, okay. I, what my thinking was, and obviously, it's like um, I have to leave some room. There's, I feel like there must be another movie out there that has to be worse that we haven't seen yet. And I'm sure we'll watch it one of these days. But I'm leaving that wiggle room. You know, I could have chose two percent, and then it could have been like one percent. But you know, I'm giving a little bit more room. Oh, we so. got more. We got more comments. I think. <laughs> All right. Ooh, okay. For sure, Jack says, I'd say The Flash was better. I mean, that's just, that's not even a contest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, Flash was, I actually enjoyed The Flash. For... Yeah, I think we're we're probably two of the only ones that enjoyed it, like, more than the average person. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't 
the greatest DC movie of all time. But it for me, it, some, it beat even like the Marvels, I think. Ooh. Dino says, just watched The Flash and finished last night. How does that compare to Madam Web? Just kidding, Dino. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> the Flash, at least it has Michael Keaton. You can watch Michael Keaton. You can watch Batman. Supergirl was pretty good, too. And Super, Supergirl, yeah. You know? And the action was much better. I mean, the the budget on those on that movie compared to this one, I think this one was like eighty million dollars. It's a relatively low budget for a superhero movie, but still. Sean should have jumped out of the theater the way Zeke was jumping everywhere, or the way Dakota Johnson was driving ambulances. <laughs> <laughs> Dang! It's like, man, I wish that ambulance hit me. <laughs> I mean, out of this theater. Th- there was another. Uh, nitpick. I mean, there's. Uh, th- why did she steal that um ambulance at the end when there was like EMTs trying to help out like the neighbor, yeah, the Peter. Uh, what do you call it? Ben Parker's neighbor. Like they probably lost someone because she st- <laughs> she yeah. stole an ambulance. How do you do that? <laughs> why? Yeah, she just totally killed somebody else. <laughs> yeah, so, off screen. I don't have to tell you, man. I don't question this movie anymore. Yeah. It's just, it does what it does. And they tried to have like this kind of heartfelt moment when they were when she was teaching the girls like how to do CPR. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, like, for one, I think they're these girls should be old enough how to know how to do CPR. They must have taken the health class in high school or whatever. Except maybe what's her name, Maddie? I think uh, probably ditches school, but you know. <laughs> oh, I didn't catch this until I watched a uh, new rock stars breakdown of this movie because I needed a refresher. I didn't realize that she was the niece of J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't catch that initially. Oh. Uh, I hope we're talking about the right person. It, yeah, Maddie. It was Maddie. Yeah. Okay, I did not notice that. Yeah. Obviously, there was like day, Daily Bugle stuff everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, they refused to say Peter Parker. Ben Parker survived this movie. I think that's the first time we've ever seen Ben Parker survive a movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, goes to him, I guess. Dude, the uh, overt great power, or they would just try to piece it, responsibility, all the other stuff, just so that they can wink, wink. It's like, hey, yeah, we're connected to Spider-Man. Oh, God. It's pretty bad. Don't be connected to Spider-Man. Yeah. If anything, they should... uh, Did you hear about the rumors that Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire almost was, like, in this movie? Thank God they weren't. I know. Save them. Yeah. From this movie. Well, Ken... What are we going to be watching for next week's live stream and episode? Uh, well, we're going to be catching a uh, brand new movie. Um, well, actually, I don't know if anyone caught our trailer, but we're we're only going to be doing new movies, right? <laughs> oh, yes. And I can actually preview that a little bit. And uh, next week... We're going to be watching a character, Rachel, who is a famous author who writes spy novels. The funny thing is that her novels seem to mirror real-life events, 
This causes her to be caught in a web of espionage in Argyle 2024 starring Bryce Dallas Howard and uh, shoot, what's his name? Uh, well, there was Henry Cavill. There was Henry Cavill. There was John Cena. Yeah. There was, um, who was that? I, rem- I remember his name is Justin Hammer in Iron Man 2. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's Somebody right. I, I, uh, I forgot it was just an error. It Ooh. is Robert Downey Jr. Ah, there you go. Show Jack says Dua Lipa. Yes. <laughs> Sam Rockwell, go. by the Sam way. Sam Rockwell. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, yeah. And Walter White's in this movie, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Brian Cranston. Yeah. There oh, you man. go. So you'll get all our thoughts on Argyle next week. Yes. So, Ken, uh, anything you want to share for the audience, either listening, watching, where can they find us? Well, um, as you can see, we we started this live stream. This is our very first one um, ever, and um, I think it's going pretty good. So we'll probably incorporate this for the rest of this uh, for the rest of this podcast life anyway. Um, So to follow us. Um, actually, no, they don't say follow us on YouTube. It's subscribe, right? Subscribe yep. to our YouTube channel. Um, hit that notification bell for alerts so that you can get the alerts to when the next live stream will be. It'll generally be every Wednesday night at seven o'clock Pacific time. So just mark that on your calendars. We'll let you know if we happen to skip a week or not. But yeah, we will be covering only new movies moving forward, at least for the foreseeable future. Also, follow us on Instagram at Weekly Real. That's usually where we make our announcements. We put links on there. Um, and we have uh, quick one-minute one minute reels uh, from our video. I mean, we were doing video a little bit, dabbling it, uh, in it the previous seasons now we're doing full episodes so check us out at weekly reel on instagram and we'll put some tiktok exclusive content out there so follow us there at weekly reel pod um i'm i was thinking of maybe doing some one-off uh standalone reviews uh similar to what we were kind of doing on our off season so um yeah, I kind of want to get back into doing that with some of the uh, movies that weren't giving the full treatment on. So um, follow us there, TikTok, at Weekly Real Pod. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, just to remind everyone listening, everyone watching, feel free to comment anytime, whether we're live streaming at the moment. We could always answer any of your comments and answer any of your questions or leave a comment afterwards. And we'll get back to you there as well. This is actually the end of part one. We're actually doing a new format this season for the season seven. Part one, we're going to be talking about the main movie of the week this week, Madam Web. And now in part two, and after just a quick break, we are going to be doing a Sonyverse movie draft. So... Until next week, where we talk about Argyle and the crazy spy world that is in Argyle, we'll see you next time on The Real. <laughs>